Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff, the mini episode. So today I am talking to you about my experience with The Artist's Way, week six, recovering a sense of abundance. Um, So this week really flew by for me um, just in terms of life and um, I guess in terms of the chapter, it wasn't too heavy. Um, there, the tasks at the end of the week, or not the end of the week, but the the homework for this week was a lot of like very practical things, which I'll share with you guys. Um, but yeah, so the basic concept was abundance and tackling a major creative block, which is money. Um, so not only was there the tasks at the end and also the chapter with the essays that you read Um, but there was also an additional task of counting which means she wanted us to write down everything that we spent money on every single day this past week um, and then look at it and kind of examine where does your money go um, so for me, that that task, I just actually completed it today. I went through because I just looked, I don't really buy things with cash during this pandemic because a lot of people aren't taking it. So I was able to just look at my bank statement on my phone um, and see all the different things that I had bought. And a lot of it was food and a lot of it was food that I order when I'm at work because I don't leave enough time to meal prep and I always rush to work um, where I could and should be eating at home. So that was very enlightening for me and I'm going to try and fix that because I could save a lot of money um, and eat probably better food. So that was one thing that I learned. Um, But so the basic sections of this chapter, Recovering a Sense of Abundance, um, she talked about you know, this is a really big block for creative people usually is money. Um, and the way that your attitude is towards money, um, you know, can affect abundance and luxury in your life. So if you think these negative thoughts about money, um, you're blocking yourself from actually receiving money and good that can come from money, I guess, is kind of what I took as the main overview of everything. Um, And so one of the the parts when she started out, she talked about saying how many people believe God doesn't get involved with money. Money or many are raised to believe money is the real source of security. So a dependence on God feels um, kind of silly. um, So that like you shouldn't be putting your trust in God because God's not going to pay your rent kind of thing where that's like a a voice that a lot of people have in their head. And so she, of course, wants us to connect with the source and the universe or God or whatever um, you are connected with. One of the things I wrote down was, we cling to our financial concerns as a way to avoid not only our art, but also our... our, mm. We cling to... Another thing I wrote down was... or. One of the little quotes that I wrote down was, we cling to our financial concerns as a way to avoid not only our art, but also our spiritual growth. Um, And 
it's the same kind of thing. Like no one's going to pay me to be more creative and I need to have a roof over my head. I need to make money and unless, you know, you're very lucky to have a job that is creative, like you're in a movie or you're, you know, dancing for an artist or something like that. Um, I guess it's kind of like that block of giving yourself the luxury of time, which is something that she talks about later, um, and letting yourself be creative, even if that's not a monetizing activity, I guess. Um, So one of the tasks that she had right in the chapter was to write about the God you believe in or whatever you believe in. Um, So I did that on Monday. And then um, she also said many of us equate difficulty with virtue so basically that idea of like if it's hard it's good you know like a bad job is building moral fiber and you know going through something hard is gonna make you stronger which in some cases is true but you know it's also like you don't have to always go through hard things um you can still have good things without going through the hard things you know it's not I guess, mutually exclusive. Um, So she writes, creativity is not ever sensible, but why should it be? All substance is energy in motion. It lives and flows. Money is symbolically a golden flowing stream of concentrated vital energy. That's um, from The Magical Work of the Soul, which is a book that I will definitely check out. Um, I've never heard of it, but I don't know. Maybe if you guys have read it, let me know. So I think one of the, the things that she was kind of trying to get us to understand, or at least what I took from it, was, you know, you don't necessarily have to work and do bad things in order to get somewhere where you want if you kind of open yourself up to the possibility of letting yourself have the space to be creative it opens other doors and so you know you might not actually have to have that kind of crummy job that you hate like if you hate something don't stick with it you can always find something else and open the doors and you'll find those doors if you are working on your creativity and keeping yourself open um, and unblocked I guess and so the next section that she goes into is luxury um, and how a little luxury can go a long way and so how she talks about how pampering ourselves is really important for creating a sense of abundance in our life so I love that we love to pamper ourselves luxury that sounds cute right um, but it also doesn't have to be something so huge it could be you know maybe for me some really nice pens I'm like a pen aficionado I love I have like a hundred gel pens every type of pen you've ever heard of I probably have or like a really nice notebook to write in Um, for someone else it might be a subscription to a magazine or you know fresh flowers every week just something that reminds you and makes you happy and just amplifies your life a little bit Um, And so she says, when we become blocked, a lot of the time we blame it on a lack of money. That is not an authentic block. So that was like, wow, okay, attack me a little bit. Um, And she says, the actual block is the feeling of constriction and a sense of powerlessness. Art requires us to empower ourselves with choice. At the most basic level, this means choosing to do self-care. 
Um, and I don't know about you guys, but so many times I'm guilty of this, of saying that I want to create a dance film or a concept video or, you know, make something or do something. And I always use the excuse, well, I don't have enough money to do it well. I don't have the money to hire the person or make the, I don't know, like get the costumes right and travel to the location that I dream of shooting this this project at. Um, and I always tell myself, if I had more money, I would do it. So she kind of smacked me in the face with this chapter. Um, and then also just, you know, that little bit about choosing to do self-care is like, that's just the most basic level. <laughs> and, and it's like, wow, it really is. Why is that so hard um, to just take care of yourself? Um, I don't know if that's hard for you guys, but it's definitely hard for me. So that's something I'm working on. Um, and then she also talks about how not all luxuries are monetary. So she told a story about this rich guy who he has everything he could ever want. He's famous. Um, but what he didn't have was the luxury of time. So he didn't have time to, you know, be with his friends and family. He didn't have time to do things that made him happy. But he really thought his time was just ticking by and he had to use it to be rich and famous. Um, and I know that that's, I mean, that's kind of one of the reasons why I started this show is like you can be working on your craft, but it shouldn't be the only thing you have to, you know, have a life. You have to give yourself time to have friends and to have experiences. And I personally wouldn't be happy even if I was just like living all my dreams career-wise and, you know, dancing in movies and singing and doing all these amazing things. But if I didn't feel like I had a choice in how I spent my time and, you know, I think on a lesser scale, at least in New York, it's definitely like a hustle, 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 go, go, go. You're ruined and you're not really an artist. And so um, that was also something that that just made me think of. Um, and then she also says, as you get older, you do less of the things you enjoy. Life is more about doing what you must. And that sounds pretty miserable. I don't know about you guys, but I don't want that for my life. So I'm glad that I got this little reminder. Um, but yeah, it's, it's that whole idea of like, I should be working. And I have that all the time. I don't know if it comes from being super busy as a kid. I was always in a million after school classes and just always doing things that when I have free time where I just sit and I'm not even, you know, if I'm watching Netflix and I'm like just sitting there watching Netflix and not like doing emails or doing something else, it's like I feel very guilty for that sometimes. So I think that's something I need to practice is just not feeling like you should be working all the time. Um, but yeah, so uh, basically the reason that she says that is because artists need to be available to the universal flow. If we don't let ourselves have small joys and gifts, we close ourselves off from the bigger ones. Um, and so, you know, we may end up actually practicing our craft more than enlarging our art if we don't allow ourselves these luxuries, whether it be time or self-care. So she also says, you know, basically people who just are 
constantly working and, you know, blocking themselves off from the flow, they might find themselves in a life that feels barren and devoid of interest, no matter how many meaningless things we have filled them with. So she also says, you know, basically, it it's happened where people are just so blocked off from the flow and they're just working, working, working that they find themselves, you know, their life is just barren and boring and no matter how many times they try to fill them with things it's meaningless because they've actually blocked themselves off from the flow um so the question that she asks is what gives you true joy um you know luxury is it more than what you thought you were worth is that why something feels luxurious is because you don't feel like you deserve that because you're not worthy of it so that's something that you know we all need to explore, myself included. Um, and yeah, it. she says it takes work to even imagine having luxury because we have this consciousness that we need to shift um, because, you know, there's so many, there's so many books about money and money mindsets and all of that, um, which, you know, we we sometimes think of money as like a bad thing. And, and so that's kind of one of the concepts that she's talking about here. Um, but yeah, basically, um, creative living requires the luxury of time and space. Um, so it's important that you have that and also having special things that are just your own to make you feel, you know, a little luxurious, whether it's like a special mug or somewhere in your home, a special place that you can, you know, create for yourself. Um, and then she also says, you know, don't call yourself silly while you're going through these things. Like watch out for the word silly and, you know, thinking your desires are silly or what you're doing is silly. Um, it should be silly. These things are silly. The last thing that she kind of ends the chapter with um, she says, creativity lives in paradox. Serious art is born from serious play. So I really like that. Um, so yeah, then the next part was about counting exercise, which is writing down what you uh, spent your money on this week. And like I said, I spent a lot of it on food. Um, and then the tasks this week were a little difficult if you live in an urban city environment. But the first one was find five pretty or interesting rocks. Um, and then you're supposed to carry them around. It's kind of um, natural abundance. And then also pick flat, not five, pick five flowers or leaves. Um, and, you know, I think it's just kind of like stopping noticing nature in the moment um which i unfortunately did not come across any rocks or flowers that i could pick or pick up um but that reminded me that when i was really little i used to do that i would come home with just pockets full of rocks because i would find a beautiful rock and then i would feel bad for the ugly rocks around that pretty rock that i found so i would pick up all the rocks around that rock and i just had like tons of chunks of cement and weird rocks um, in my room when I was little. So it was kind of a funny reminder of that for me. Um, and then another task that there was for this week was uh, clearing. So she said, throw out or give away five ratty pieces of clothing, um, which is funny because I, I've been doing some kind of apartment renovation projects 
And I have on my list, you know, as the very last thing, because it's definitely the hardest, is to kind of, you know, go through all of my clothes, go through everything, get rid of it. But because one of my roommates um, moved out, there was a lot of stuff in the apartment that wasn't mine anymore, that was left, that was trash. So I did spend the week um, without even reading the tasks. Um, I spent the week kind of clearing out, getting rid of a bunch of stuff. There's books from multiple, multiple roommates who have left them year over time, and I brought them to a little kind of free book exchange near my apartment. Um, and so I kind of did those things without even realizing it, which was kind of cool. Um, another task was bake something, which unfortunately I didn't get to, but I would love to bake some brownies or some really yummy cookies, maybe, um, send five postcards to friends, which is also on my list of things to do. So I still haven't done it, but, um, I'm planning on it. And then she had a little section that says favorites list your favorites in each of these categories, cars, dogs, flowers, trees, fruit, vegetables, desserts, entrees, musical groups, and colors. Um, So I filled that out. And then, you know, other ones are like rereading little parts of the earlier chapters where it's like the basic principles, um, make a change in your home environment, except freebies have there been any you know free things and actually this week very luckily my mom offered to buy some new plates and mugs for the apartment because I only have like four plates um, and I don't have any matching mugs or anything like that so I was very lucky actually to be able to accept a freebie of a kind of dinnerware set from my mom so uh, shout out to Bed Bath & Beyond for the coupons they're always sending us because that came in really handy with my homework this week. Um, but yeah, just thinking about your financial situation and um, I downloaded the app Truebill um, just as like an extra thing so that I can see if there's any subscriptions that I forgot about that I can cancel um, and just trying to be better about my money. So yeah, that is it. I mean... It was, it was a fun chapter. I'm excited for week seven. Um, I can't believe we're halfway through. Uh, it's so crazy. It's I'm going to finish this book before the end of the year, before 2020 is over. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's it. I mean, I could talk and ramble forever, but um, I guess I will see you guys. Um, hopefully you'll watch the live episode on Wednesday. Um, I'm actually going to be talking to my old roommate who moved out in the summer, who I love so much. Um, and that'll be really fun. We haven't gotten to hang out in a while, so it'll be nice to virtually see her. Um, and you can check that out at Essentially Haley on YouTube. Um, definitely join the Facebook group for dancers doing stuff. Look out soon for a specific uh, Instagram for dancers doing stuff. And then make sure that you tag me and follow me at Haley Grove and Essentially Haley on Instagram. Have a great night. Bye, guys. If anyone out there is looking to start a podcast but doesn't know where to begin, I have a great tip for you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's actually what I'm using right now. 
Anchor is free to use, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a ton of other places. Another cool thing is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is right in one place. Seriously, it's so easy. My first ever episode I recorded sitting in my closet, talking to my phone in the dark. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We'll be right back.